This is Al Gore, and you're listening to The Instance. This episode of The Instance is brought to you by Doghouse Systems, the greatest gaming computers money can buy. Got a little info today about one we're giving away, so listen for that. Check out doghousesystems.com right now and get yourself a fantastic gaming rig and save using the code FROGPANTS. That's doghousesystems.com and the code FROGPANTS. And buy Squarespace at squarespace.com. Get yourself a brand new rad website. You want to sell something? You just want to have a blog? You want to just have something that looks great on mobile and desktop? And you want to do it easily? Squarespace.com. Use the free trial when you decide to stay. Use the code instance at checkout. That's going to save you 10%. That's instance at checkout at squarespace.com. For the master will return to Karazhan soon. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to The Instance. It is episode freaking 458 of The Instance. I'm Scott Johnson with Patrick Beja. Hello, Patrick. Hey, so Morose made a mess again. Yeah, Morose is, he, is a, I mean, oof, he's, he's a, been hanging out in, in Karazhan alone basically for a long time. It, it you, Your head can can get get a little bit weird yeah, I think, he's doing, after so long. He's doing like, um, uh, I'd say those are like Assassin's Creed style uh, assassinations from the rooftops over there. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally unexpected, That's... by the way. That was my favorite thing out of, out of the uh, the WoW stuff at Gamescom. Was I didn't know there was going to be a Karazhan revamp of the freaking I know. thing. That's great. It's good news. Let's not... Let's not... Short, uh, sh- sh- how do you say it? Shrift? Short, short shrift. shrift. Yeah, there you go. Short shrift. Short shrifted. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's let's talk about it in full because it was like, holy crap, what is happening? But, yeah, uh, yeah there are a few things like that. In today. fact, I want to say this about Gamescom real quick, something I've noticed. There's two things I want to mention before we get to the, the meat here. One, uh, oh, Dills will be joining us and Terps are still in Germany, so he's not going to be here. But Dills is... Yeah, have you, been see- have you been watching his videos? I have, yeah. They've been pretty great. He's he yeah. held he held out or he hadn't he hadn't told us the full breadth of what he would be doing while he was up in Germany or down in Germany. Maybe the audience doesn't know actually. Well, he was so so he was hired by Blizzard to like do like straight up I don't even know how to compare these two. You know how like at the Oscars here, this is for American audiences. You guys don't care over there, but at the <laughs> Oscars like whoever's hosting Jimmy Fallon or whoever the whole first ten minutes is like a big you know, pre-done video skit joke thing about various movies that came out that year or whatever. And it's all like prelude stuff and it's all really nicely filmed and everything. He did a ton of that stuff, like all kinds of that sort of stuff, did a bunch of stage presentation stuff. He was all over the place up there. I don't think he's coming back on this show. I think he's done. (laughs) Well, first of all, uh, my reaction is not that he's doing an amazing job. It's that he's paid by the man. We can never trust what he says anymore. He's literally paid by Blizzard. What is, I mean, uh. so yeah, aside from that, um, which obviously we would never, you know, have that kind of relationship with Blizzard. Of course. Um, but aside from that, yeah, it was super fun. Uh, and really, I'm I since I know how the sausage is made there, the work of the editing team and, you know, how they've been uh, weaving in the uh, lurking lurky mm. and uh, all of those things. 
it's it's they've done an amazing job there and the videos are super fun to watch there's one a day it's what 10 15 minutes mm -hmm. and uh, i really recommend if you haven't watched it and you want to check out what's happening at uh, at gamescom um go check them out they're on blizzard's main uh youtube page mm -hmm. it's really fun and of course it features our our favorite turpster from yeah. the whole world and also and, uh, uh with that little as uh, she's swiss i think she looks like tracer and they're always doing stuff she's german german Zoe. is she german yeah. No, Patrick told me, or I mean, so Turpster told me she was Swiss. Why did he tell me that? Oh, is she? Oh, well, then well, maybe. I thought she was She was German. That's but, what he uh, told me, but I'm then mistaken. it's like, you know what it's like? It's like Mercy. She's always barking off German stuff, but, you know, Reinhardt's <laughs> the real German. So I don't know what's going on. They, I guess they speak German there. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Let my American uh, non-knowingness uh, fall to the side, and I will just say, way to go, Turpster. You undersold what you were going to do. And now, we, how can we trust your opinion? Patrick's right. How can we do it? Like, you're in their back pocket. <laughs> we can't, you know, Blizzard is, is no longer have this, where this relationship has changed. So, it is. Uh, come on back and let's um, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, aside from that, apart from the treachery, um, the, the Blizzard, you know, at Gamescom, I had someone on Twitter tell me, oh, what did you think about the showing at Gamescom this year? It was kind of meh, wasn't it? And I was like, what are you talking about? Have you been watching the same thing? Well, from a, like, from a Blizzard perspective, so, it was not meh. From a Blizzard perspective, this was like BlizzCon Jr., in fact, better than yeah, they've ever done yeah. there. But I'm I'm with whoever talked to you in that the rest of Gamescom, pretty meh. Like, not a lot going on, not a lot of new stuff. It was kind of lame. But Blizzard showing was pretty top top notch. Yeah, well, they were talking about Blizzard specifically. And the, the only thing I can, I mean, there's no announcement of a new game. Yep. That's true but it's that that's it short of the announcement of a new game we've had new content for almost every game mm -hmm. uh shown and some of it very unexpected and uh exciting mm -hmm. i mean even for wow which we're gonna get to in a minute but yeah. even for wow which has its expansion coming out in two weeks they showed additional stuff like i would never have guessed they would have shown something like that so yeah. i thought that they they had a great Gamescom for uh, it was an Blizzard. incredible Gamescom and it and it uh, if we're going to get a new game announcement and by the way they kind of have an Apple problem now at Blizzard does I mean whenever they take the stage anywhere people are expecting a little more than they may get so whenever Apple gets up and does a thing everyone's waiting for the big next one more thing what's the iPhone announcement what's the whatever so people have applied this a bit to Blizzard it's kind of on them because <clears throat> they do they do tend to have pretty great great announcements at BlizzCon and other events but all of that being said, despite the fact that that uh, Diablo got no love at this Gamescom, I'm convinced. Yeah, that's the only one. Well, and I'm convinced that is a direct indicator that whatever it is they're brewing, they're saving for the big show, which is BlizzCon in a couple of months. So I'm not worried about it. Bl Diablo's fine. Everybody calm down. I've even played a bunch of Diablo this week like some kind of freak. Like in the midst <laughs> of all this other stuff going on, somehow I found Diablo time and that was great. Uh, season seven, just you know, whatever, doing things. Uh, yeah, it, it, Gamescom, catch it. It's a it's a wild ride. Um, let's uh, <laughs> let's get right into it. Oh, before we uh, move into it, real quick, we are giving away. I don't know exactly when, and I don't have all the details yet. The one thing I do have is in my possession, right over here, a brand new Doghouse Systems gaming notebook, big beefy gamer notebook, and I don't even have the specs list yet. But apparently, this is some hot business over here. Uh, we're going to be giving that away to a listener, a lucky what? listener. What? Yeah, and I don't know 
So I still don't know when. Probably we'll have details before next show, I'm sure. Uh, we'll have ways for you to enter to win. But very soon here, somebody out there listening is going to win a, a fat, sweet, so sick notebook. I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. Are is you listening? That... You don't count. You can't count because you're ah. in the back pocket of Blizzard, uh, like Terpster oh. now. Okay. So it, what if what if let's say theoretically someone named um, Patrick Beja <laughs> was to win? Would that be acceptable? Only or? only if they. <laughs> oh wait, that's not your. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> that was you laughing. I can't find it. Oh well, I was gonna say only if you lily lily like lily. Oh there. I lily lily right. like lily. <laughs> if you lily like lily, you're in. You're fine. Don't worry about it. No stress. Uh, all, right. all right. Time for all the big news. Let's talk about that new Cadgar quest real quick. Um, it looked like on Twitter, Patrick was not exactly uh, overblown by what he was given there. Uh, but I quite liked it. I only have one complaint, and that was I wish it was all spoken dialogue and not text. This felt like a quest line in, you know, Wrath of the Lich King and not not a quest line in our in our new world where we have talking avatars and voiceover work every time we have some kind of rad new quest. But you get to meet up with Cadgar and he tells you to go places. And one of those places is just hurry up and meet me in Dalaran. And it turns out it's the new Dalaran that's floating over Karazhan. And uh, that took me forever to get down there, by the way, because I kind of forgot the best <laughs> route. And so I did a long flight path. It's a long story. Anyway, what you can teleport. I know you can just teleport there. I know I totally forgot. So I ended up. He <laughs> he goes. I get the message from the little elemental dude in town. So as soon as you logged in, the way this worked, if you haven't seen it yet, you log in. A little a little pink elemental's there, and it goes. I'm sorry to bother you, but freaking Cadgar needs your help. Something something. Meet him in the new dollar on location, which is wherever. Oh, by the way, yeah. can I can I interrupt? I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead. But there was. Someone uh, on on I think it was on Reddit. He said, "You know what? I got that elemental, and I took him on a tour of my uh, garrison, and I told him it was only going to take a minute, but it took a really long time." <laughs> and for anyone who's played at the Burning Crusade, that means uh, a lot, and it's really fun. That's hilarious. So, anyway, well yeah. done, that guy. Um, so anyway, I said, "Okay, sure, whatever." I, I accepted his little invitation to do it, and then I thought, and my brain went oh my gosh, I haven't been to Eastern Kingdoms in I don't know how long. Like, I just don't go there very often. I was there near Undercity not long ago for an invasion, but other than that, and and I just took a I took a Zeppelin for that, so I didn't really think about it. So I thought, well, I guess I'll just take the Zeppelin to Undercity again. So I get, I get, on, the, I get on a Zeppelin, I go to Undercity, and I'm in Undercity, I'm like, well, now what? I haven't been here in so long, I don't know what to do. Like, my brain just isn't working. So I went and found a bat handler, in the in Undercity, of course, right up there in the and main floor. And you flew all the way to. And I to, flew, like, yeah. And so I took this tour, like, oh, here's where Arthas walked in Warcraft Three <laughs> and looked up in the sky, and I'm doing all this stuff. And I flew all the way down there, and I forgot Searing Gorge or Winds or whatever the hell it is, the yeah. the location. I forgot how freaking far that is from Undercity. So I was on that bird there on that bat for like I don't know, felt like twenty minutes. And I and and so what I decided to do was turn off all the UI and just look at this Eastern Kingdoms stuff that I haven't seen. And so I just I'm not over there very often. I just don't yeah, go of course. there. Just like most alliance isn't on uh, on um, 
Exactly. What's the the yeah. the, the, the Kalimandor and 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 Kalimdor. Duratan and or Dura, not Duratan uh, Dura Dura Mar, Dura Kalimdor Kalimdor is the name all of that the all that shit. You guys don't come over there and see that stuff anymore. We don't come over and see your crap anymore. You never come and visit anymore. <laughs> we never talk. But I but I was I was really like impressed with like flying over Gilneas and seeing like I don't know mm. just some cool sunset crap going on and things in the game that I haven't seen in a long time and so that was nice and. Uh, See, uh, what's the one? Um, Blasted Lands. It, when it got revamped, I just forgot how cool that looks. Like, there's just a lot of cool stuff. So I actually kind of enjoyed it. But when I got there and I popped out, and I still had to pop out in like I don't know where it was, the swamps of sorrows or whatever. Had to get back on on my oh, own yeah. bird and then fly over the mountain and get over to the thing. It was fine, but at the end of it, I went. I think I could have just teleported. What am I doing? Like, this is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever done. So anyway, flew up oh, there. Or or yeah. you could have gone to um to Booty Bay through is it Ratchet? Yeah, yeah could have gone through from Ratchet. Ratchet. It was right there. Yeah. You know, you take the I could <laughs> have been there in seconds. Very okay. close to to Orgrimmar and yeah, yeah, I would have had it in seconds. It's so stupid. Anyway, uh, after feeling dumb, I talked But the to quest but I mean the quest gives you an item to teleport, right? Or I can't remember. You go see someone and they open a portal or there's the way there's a way to just get there immediately. Oh, to to Dalaran? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh shit, really? Cuz I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I don't think I I don't think I knew that. I think you know what threw me off was okay, so two two things. The new default UI, I believe and maybe it's just cuz mine was off already and this is my default state, but I'm pretty sure the well, I know this for sure. I had it off where the dialogue would be over the characters' heads. I had it so it was only down in the general text stuff. So what was happening is I'm getting a jumble of people in my guild people from uh, trade ch channels, uh, zone chat, all this stuff talking in between Cadgar going, we must get to the thing and do the stuff. <laughs> and so I was missing chunks and like trying to pay attention. I had to later go back and watch this on video just to make sure I didn't miss anything important. And um, <laughs> if I had an item, I think I didn't know. <laughs> if for all I know, it's yeah, still in my bag and now it's dormant and useless. I don't know. But anyway, so I did all of that for nothing. But Nonetheless, I kind of enjoyed the trip. Like it felt like, oh, I've made a wrong. Imagine being on a road trip, Patrick, somewhere in Europe, and you made a wrong turn. But then you're like, you know what? This is all right. We'll just take the long way, scenic route, look at stuff, see things I haven't seen in a while. It was fine. This is how I'm justifying it. It's fine. So yeah. no, I I agree, especially with the new uh, view distance, mm -hmm. which is so you know you can view you can see things so far away. Yeah, it's really enjoyable to. To just you know, you you look like a zone and a half away, and you see things, and you're like, oh, that's where we went and did that thing. And yep. I agree, it's it's very enjoyable. Yeah, someone in the chat says, "Get off our lawn." I assume your alliance. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, the quest itself. Let's talk about it. Um, it's I felt like it in a, <clears throat> in a couple of ways, it was mainly as an excuse to say, "By the way, here's the new dollar on. It's beautiful, really nicely rendered. Lots of nice changes and updates and tweaks. It looks real good." Uh, so that was number one. Number two, give you a little taste of some 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 lore about the relocation of Dalaran, which you get in the game when Legion comes out. You actually get some questy stuff where you, when you go to Dalaran, you get to be a part of why it got moved and you get to see it. Don't spoil yourself. Wait, I, what? There's a video. I've I've seen it. I don't want to spoil people, but there's a video of. Oh, but that's not available yet. It's not in the game yet. It's on the PTR, right, but right. it's not on the uh, live servers. Um, <clears throat> so you get to see that process and you get to see all the mages who are all like 
I guess Karen Tor important whatever made mage people. Listen to me going deep on the lore here. They are all in a <laughs> yes, they're all in a big cool. they're all in a big circle and they do the whole and they make it re- relocate and it makes sense. Anyway, um, aside from all of that, this seemed like an excuse to say, "Yo, remember Dalaran? Have some feelings for that place. Check it out." Hey, guess what else? Are you a big fan of uh, of Karazhan? Because we're going to go hang out in there a bit. We're going to walk around in there. We're going to see some... We're going to go into a library where the books are bigger than you, which bugs the hell out of me. That's a side story. A whole different issue. Uh, we're going to do some cool things in there. Oh, by the way, do you know we're going to go into Old War for a while? We're going to go in, uh, into the astral, whatever the hell room it is, and uh, uh, one of the Bronzebeard brothers is going to take you in there. Remember him? He's, oh, yeah, remember that? Well, like It's just poking at your nostalgia bone like constantly. And I really yeah, liked so. that. I thought that was great. But you don't think there was a lot of substance here. Tell me more. No, I mean, I, it, it was fine. It was okay. Um, I just think that with the invasion and and the the shore, uh, the broken shore quest line, you know, the scenario and all of this, that thing felt a little bit like, oh, oh, okay, that's it. All right. Well, I guess it was nice to see Olduar and and to hang out in Karazhan for a little bit, but it wasn't very. Yeah, it, it, there isn't a lot of substance to it, and also it it stops like in the middle of it. And I'm guessing that next week we're gonna get the next part. Yeah. And the week after the next part probably, and and so it ended it, very abruptly. That, it made me think because I was already sort of looking at dialogue in the chat, and it was mixed with other stuff, and I was already obviously a little confused because of my teleporter thing. I when that ended. It ended so abruptly that I kind of thought I screwed up or wasn't talking to the next guy or it hadn't finished. I know the quest yeah, line was out of my too. thing. So I'm looking around and I found Cadgari standing out in the middle of the pavilion thing um, room deal. I don't know what it's called. There's like a thing in the middle of Dalaran and he's just well, standing they're, they're there. Violet hold in, yeah. uh, in Dalaran. And yeah. if you click him, he just goes, we must stop Gul'dan no, and the like Legion. It. And then you're done. And so I was a little disappointed that that it didn't seem to want to go anywhere after that. But I guess you're right. You're, you're, the next phase of this quest line will probably kick in yeah. right there. Basically, if if I that's the kind of thing that I expected as the entirety of the quest to introduce Legion. You know, that kind of thing, like mm-hmm. we had for Draenor, which was very lackluster. And if it had been just that, it would have been like, yeah, all right, whatever. That happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And I mean, lore-wise, it's interesting if you've been reading the um, the the comics and the the deal with with Azeroth, and there are implications there with other things and the Titans, and so it. But it's so they go over it so quickly. Um, yeah, it, it it's it's okay. It's fine. Given that we have everything else, I'm not like disappointed. It's just that this part I would have loved for it to be a little bit more rich uh you know uh mm. with storytelling do you have That's, any do you, do you think jana will ever stop being so pissed you think she'll stop being so so freaking mad my god she's so emo now i mean she has the hair and like the nail polish and i'm guessing she probably has a, a t-shirt from hot topic under those robes so <laughs> you know she's gone from like she's completely in the on the other side so <laughs> that, I don't know. that was a good um, one um so listen before y'all get mad seriously click on her and just hear what her default like um chatter is like you click her and she'll go what is it and you're like a clicker <laughs> like no hold on i just need to click you again you click her again we must avenge what happened to theramore i'm like i know it was bad it was bad and it didn't turn out great but i just really need to talk to you we will get our vent like she is so out of control pissed she's so pissed so i've been 
I've been reading the um, the war crimes novel, uh, emboldened by the Illidan novel, which I loved. Yeah. And everyone had been telling me, you know, um, war the, crimes is great. Uh, uh, Christy Golden is so such a good writer. Blah blah blah. And yeah. I'm not I, I'm not loving it. I mean, it it feels like it's basically at at least where I'm uh, at about halfway through. It's basically a trial. And it's kind of weird. They're like, may it please the court. And you feel like you're watching Boston Legal or something like that. It's very weird. Um, but it's okay. And yes, she is super angry with everything. Like there's no talking to her. Mm -hmm. She's super, super mad. Yeah, so she's um, never been I don't so think mad. she's ever going to come back from that. Or maybe, you know, her anger is going to be a, a, a fertile ground for the Legion to take hold. And she's going to, you know, her dark thoughts and dark whispers are going to come to her. And I don't know. Do you think she's going to be the next uh, hero to become a bad thing in the world? Like, she's I don't know. She, she is angry. Yeah, so she is super possible. pissed, you guys. So pissed. Anyway, it's fine. You know what? Go play heroes. She's as bright as the summer day. You click on her and she'll go, I'm here to help. It's all pre-weird Jaina <laughs> problems. It is it is when she is innocent and happy and even Arthas doesn't piss her off that much. Like, she's all right. Everything's okay in her world. But Yeah, you'd think, you'd think like Arthas turning into the Lord of the Dead would mm -hmm. get her going. But although, yeah, Theramore was not, was not, it wasn't great. It was it wasn't bad. Great. It was bad. Everyone died. That's also a good book, by the way, the one uh, with her in the water on the cover. Can't remember the name of it. Might be called uh, Jaina's Bad Day. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Jaina's Bad Day. Jaina's Bad uh, Day. I just saw. I just uh, watched Ferris Bueller's Day is off, Day Off again. Mm. Um, so that could be something like that. Yeah. Oh, Tides of War. Thank you, chat room. That's correct. Tides right. of War. Um, all right. So there's that. That was okay. I still, again, wish it had VO. That was my only big complaint. Uh, the return to Karazhan. This is uh, surprising. Did not know that Karazhan was coming back in dungeon form in 7.1. And uh, some people saw this coming or are acting like I knew it. I called it, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't think we even predicted it here. I, I, I think everybody talks a lot about Karazhan very fondly as, as, as their favorite, if not one of their favorite times in the game. But I don't think anybody... Well, knew I think there's always this. someone... Uh there's always someone saying Karazhan is going to, there's always someone saying everything is going to come back. So yes, yeah. probably someone was saying Karazhan is going to come back, but yeah. I don't think anyone said, you know, predicted it specifically. Yeah. So this is seven, when they say 7.1, that means first major raid patch for the game. So this isn't, uh, no major patch, but there won't necessarily be another raid. Well, right. But this it is not, be... this is not at launch though, is what I'm saying. This, this no, no, no. This right. comes later. Um, which is fine. That makes perfect sense to me. Um, but anyway, Karazhan's coming back as a large five-player dungeon with nine, all nine bosses. So this is just a five-player dungeon. This is not. I like wonder a if they're going to divide it in two parts. Because oh, nine bosses to do in one go is a little bit long. That's a lot. Yeah. How much trash? There's a lot of trash in Karazhan. But uh, but we well, don't know that what they're they can thin out. But it's just five bosses. Uh, nine bosses. You know they could do it like they did in. Um, with the Lich King, the last patch, you had that dungeon that mm -hmm. was divided into three, yeah. which I think worked really well. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they'll do something like that. Yeah, I like that. Was that a was that Cataclysm? What was that? Yeah. No, no, no. Wrath. Wrath of the Lich was King. Wrath of the Lich Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But that there was, last patch you're right. had you're three right. dungeons, uh, like one dungeon divided in three parts. Yeah, those were good. I like that a lot. Yeah. There was some cool um, story in there, too. That's 
kind of what I guess I'm looking forward to. Here. Yeah, and you had like Arthas chasing you, like walking slowly, like Terminator. Mm -hmm. Was it Arthas? Yeah, yeah, like Terminator. <laughs> Come with me <laughs> if you want to die. Um, so if so, so will you get like the the chess room thing? Is that that's part of this, right? Like there, uh, that's what I'm. Oh well, yeah, to. it would have to be. Yeah, just five dudes, huh? All right, well, whatever. I, I'm sure that they've got this well in hand. Uh, but well, for they those... made it work for uh, a Hearthstone uh, fight, so I'm sure they can make it work for a dungeon fight. <laughs> well, that's true. But I mean, like when they when they brought back Naxxramas, it was it was like, hey, full on raid, everybody. Remember that? Here's a raid version of the yeah, raid yeah. you love. And this is just like, nope, we're going to shrink it. We're shrinky dinking it down to something that was not that. And so I don't know. I don't know if you're going to go in there and the, and the corridors are going to be a little tighter or that sort of thing, because, you know, raids are meant to. Yeah. Raids are always big, like stairs are way wider, so twenty five yeah, people don't. Karazhan was ten men. Remember, it wasn't oh, it wasn't forty right. or twenty five. It was just ten. You're right about that. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. That's and interesting. Actually, yeah. Uh, fun tidbit. <laughs> actually, Karazhan was designed to be in the game when it launched uh, before BC, but for some reason there was some miscommunication with the team, and uh, the team that was designing the dungeon didn't realize it would be for 40 people, so they designed the holes and everything too small for it to be a 40 Oh, is that true? I didn't race. know that. And that's what, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, there All was right. something like that. In the, Wasn't that yeah. the last, my memory's fading, but the last content, major content raid content for um, for BC, right? That's when this was a thing. No, it was the first one. It was the introductory raid. It's okay, you're getting old. Oh, I've forgotten when this happened. Yeah, it felt like that yeah, was no, later. It was the first one. So all that attunement was, shit was was early in that. Yes, uh, you had to attune to Karazhan. It was really long compared to you know by today's standards, which basically has no attunement. <laughs> no, um, you click a button and say, "I'd like to join this random group and play yeah. in there." <laughs> Do you remember we had to attune to uh, all of the raids, though? We had to attune to to uh, Molten Core, and it took forever yeah. to attune to Molten Core. And once you had it, yeah. you, know, you could be the guy that got everyone in, um, and you could you didn't need to be the the you know the the poor dude who needed to wait for someone to get them in. Um, I, I still say I think it was the, the, like the just the very idea of attuning for Molten Core is like saying. I don't know. That's like having to attune to go to the DMZ. That was not a good raid, everybody. I know y'all think it was, but we all played it recently. It's not great. I don't think anyone thinks it was anymore. I hope they don't because it's not <laughs> and, and still is not. Anyway, so it's coming back. Uh, uh, let's see. So old Karazama still exists and you can go there and farm for stuff. So that's an important note for those who were worried that all their stuff was going to go away. So if you want to, you can go back and farm old Karazan for mounts and, you know, transmog why you would though i mean i know there's some cool transmog in there there's some decent sets in there and stuff but it's all pretty low res so i don't know why you'd want to go in there anyway but anyway uh there will be a small additional raid between emerald nightmare and Nighthold that wraps up the storm uh the Stormhelm story or the stormheim story uh something probably akin to like i don't know anixia maybe i'm not saying it's anixia but you know like a smaller uh, like a one encounter raid yeah walk in big walk. giant cave do some weird stuff with guards. Boom, there's a big monster. Blah, like that. Like, what was the one in, in BC? There was one up in... Um, Magtheridon. Yeah, like that. I liked Magtheridon. Maybe. That was a good yeah, fight. It's a, it's a little bit short, though. It, it really is just one encounter, Magtheridon. I'm thinking of Mags. Or Gruul or these kinds of things, right? Yeah, Gr Gruul is the other one. Uh, where yeah. you, if you shot... Oh, this is what I, you want to remember about that. There's 25 people. We're all in there. And if I shot him with an arcane shot, I would kill the raid. 
And it was because <laughs> there was something to do with an arcane. It was some arcane thing where if you hit them with any arcane energy, they would enrage or something. I don't remember how it worked, but it, we, we go in there and everyone's like, don't. Nobody hit him with arcane. All the mages were like required to switch to frost and move all their stuff off bars. And like nobody could hit it with arcane energy of any kind. And I'm in there with the hunter with like my three key attached to arcane shot at the time. And I'm like, don't hit arcane shot. Don't hit arcane shot. And then inevitably in the middle of the fight, I'd nudge it with my knuckle and hit arcane shot and take the whole raid down. It's terrible. Anyway. I used to play mage back back then. Well, I still do. So I play mage. So I had to tank. It was amazing yeah. tanking as a mage. You know, you would steal that buff mm-hmm. with uh, spell steal. Yeah. I believe that's how it worked. It was good. And uh, you would tank. So that was a fine yeah, encounter. Anyway. anyway, something like that is my thinking. Uh, so we'll see. They Thank haven't you. really said. Uh, patch 7.1 will have an outdoor con- uh, content associated with Suramar that pushes forward the Night Fallen story. And 7.1 is coming to the PTR right after Legion launches. So you'll be able to see some of that stuff. Uh, pretty quick if if you're into you know spoiling yourself and playing that stuff early. So anyway, uh, it's all good. And moreover, I didn't put a lot of this in the notes, but they did a, a lot of talking in and around Gamescom about their current philosophy about the game. They have essentially and said this in multiple times and in multiple ways, but have essentially said we are no longer uh, tying our wagon to the idea that we need to have an expansion out faster and faster. We are now of the belief that the way this game thrives and survives and does its best work is done when it's done and the focus is less on that and more on is there always something for players to be doing and does that mean what's well, that's already what they've it, mentioned a few times already right? yeah a few months have. ago they said yeah they have but i feel like they just nailed that coffin shut and basically just said look we're no longer ever saying out loud the words our goal is to have more frequent expansions their goal is to have something to do all the time and never a gap in the game where you're like, there's nothing in this game to do, which yeah. is what happened. I think there's, the one, so. you know, there's a lot of people and there's been a lot of discussions about uh, the content drought. I think it was really bad this time. I mean, we know it was really bad. And a lot of people are very sour about it and saying, you know, you've said before that you would make sure that we would have content and you've said before you wanted to basically, you know, the one expansion a year thing. Mm -hmm. And why should we believe you this time? And there isn't much to say, you know, there isn't a lot they can say to uh, prove that they're sincere, although it's, you know, it's a switch in design. So it's not, they're not saying the same thing, but still the only thing they can actually do is to, you know, actions speak louder than words and they would need to actually make it, work with multiple you know lots of content all the time and i think that's the path they're taking definitely the the showing that karazan is coming before the expansion has even uh been released showing that is a way of saying guys we got you there's going to be stuff to do all the time and we're working on it you know it's it's making a statement they didn't have to show it now um they they could have waited a little bit longer or you know it it really feels like they're trying to convey that message, as you were saying. Um, we will have stuff to do. That drop drought thing is never going to happen again. Yeah, ever. and they say, "Don't worry, we've got you." But we know that words, or that actions speak louder than words. So you just have to, you know, either believe us or don't. But we're that's what we're doing. And I like yeah. that. I like that attitude. I like that moving forward. That's the plan. Um, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something out loud that may seem a little weird. I think that Ian Hazakostas has a face that makes me 
There are certain people with certain faces, Patrick. And it's not fair because I have resting bitch face. When, I, when I'm just like chilling, I look like I'm pissed. That's just the way it is. <laughs> I have RFB or R, wait, resting, RBF, sorry. And uh, my sister does. A lot of people do. They just, you, they read you wrong. We're human beings. We read faces. I read Ian's face or Ian's face as sneaky. I always have. There's something sneaky about him. I don't think he's actually sneaky, all right? I just want to make this clear. I'm just saying that my brain, my human brain with all its frailties, sees him and goes, eh, something's up over there. All right, so <laughs> now that I've established that, my point of telling you this is that I think I was dead wrong, and that is the face of a guy who has had a ton of stuff put on his shoulders. This is just my own belief, and is putting his head down and working really hard to make Legion something really special but not only that to take to take from what all these great contributors have done in the past the Jeff Jeff Kaplan's and the Greg Streets and the everybody else who's now gone or off to other projects and he said we've got to take this thing into a place that puts it back into the forefront of why gamers love it in the first place and i really believe them now and he has gone from sneaky face to that guy who wouldn't talk enough about legion we don't know what's <laughs> happening what's going on with warlords we haven't had patch forever blah 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 he went from that to this guy who I really think is perhaps the savior of the franchise. So I don't know that Hazacosta <laughs> specifically is the the person, you know, I he's not game director. It's still Tilton. Yeah. Um and the, you know, it's but anyway, I mean But you know I what I mean? I, entire, I don't I don't know what like yeah. if I look at your face, I go, I don't what do I think That's about a you? Cool looking dude. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but the whole the, the entire point is since he has become very much the face of it, though, he is a guy very upfront about it. And you're right. He's not lead, but he's all but he but in a lot of ways, he's he is the face of this expansion. He's the one you were hearing from the most. He is the one people talk about the most. Uh, Chilton has been a little bit more behind the scenes, yet yeah, still in charge. That's true. That's so true. because of that, uh, I think that I was just after Warlord's, you know, desert of no content. I think I just came to him with some judgment. <laughs> I feel like I was judging him pre, you know, like, well, what are you going to do? What's Ian Hazakostas going to do with his cool last name? You going to fix all this? And then I think he might fix all this. Like, I'm, I'm feeling so bullish on it right now. I'm so excited. Mm. Anyway, he's assistant game director now, so he's he's big basically shot. design wise. He's he's number two, I guess. Yeah, I'm he, guessing. I'm not sure. But. He gets sandwiches and coffee and that sort of stuff for <laughs> for Tom. Um, um, but yeah, anyway. I I really I really think. Um, you know, this is something that the entire team feels and even more, it's something that the entire company feels. If you, if you have this issue of, uh, now the, basically what was happening was that the game sucked for a while, mm -hmm. you know, the, the entire company feels it. And I'm sure that no one feels it more than the, the dev team, um, the, the dev team for wow. And, it's it's a really difficult, uncomfortable position to be in. And the thing you want to do at that point is tell people all the time, no, 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 we got it. Now we're, we understand we're going to fix it. But you can't. You, and you can't release anything. You have to keep working and, and ride out the, the drought. And um, yeah, anyway, that's... That's what it seems like they've done. Way. And I'm excited that they've done that. And like at, at this point, as grumpy as I was in the, the waning hours of Warlords, I'm... Man, I've never been so excited about an expansion. I'm so freaking jazzed for this. Um, all right, invasions. They were bugged and are not awarding enough XP. And Patrick would know because he's been leveling alts like crazy. 
So tell me your, okay, so people are using uh, invasions to level alts. How low level was an alt that you've leveled to 100 that you've used in only invasions? Right. So actually, I was playing with my, um, I now have three additional characters that are either 100 or about to get 100. Um, I have one 100. I actually, um, my warrior, that's an undead warrior. So I've done the horde side of everything now. Um, and I have the a monk and a uh, paladin. Monk is 98, paladin is 99, and uh, the paladin started out at 30 something. Mm, but, but no, I actually used the boost to 90. Oh, I didn't, I still had that thing. Yeah. Um, so by the end of you know the weekend, I'm gonna have six. Uh, level 100 plus the demon hunter that's level 100 plus another uh, boost to 100 which I use as well on I don't know something mm. um, so I'm going to have a bunch of level 100s available for, for legion but the way you do it is that um, for leveling through the invasions um, if you're low enough level like level 10 20 you're going to get multiple levels per invasion like 5 maybe even more per invasion. So you just go there when it's close enough to where you are because you can't fly yet um, and just, you know, participate because it's all, uh, not phased, but... Um, instance. Uh, not instance. No, I'm sorry. It's like level adapt. Oh, oh, the oh level yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Like, the, the, like, yeah. the, like Diablo does. It's it's scaled. It's like, scaled. Scaled. <clears throat> Thank scaled. you. Yeah. Scaled. There you go. Yeah. So it's all scaled, so you can participate just like everyone else, except for the bosses. And sometimes uh, you're gonna die and spend a lot of time in the um, in the cemetery. But that doesn't matter all that much because you get bunches of XP every time a phase completes, a stage completes. So you're gonna get a lot of levels. Um, and then when you get to level 90 or so, it slows down significantly, uh, progressively to level 90, and then you can probably get I would say a quarter of a level per invasion if you participate enough because they the the mobs give a lot of XP if you um, kill them and the stages give a little bit less. Mm. So you can do that and just chain the, um, the, the, the invasions. Just go from one to the other. Uh, if you have heirlooms, obviously, it's a lot better. You have to upgrade them all the way to your maximum, you know, to your current level. Um, so get the five heirlooms that give bonus XP. And uh, you can alternate between different ults if you want to level different ones. Um, it takes, you know, some work, but you can also, if you're a bad person, and I might have engaged in that uh, process a couple uh -huh. of times, uh -huh. uh, you can just hang out, like fly above the zone and you'll get the, the XP, I was going to say the money, the XP from the... Um, from the stages completion. Um, so you'll get that, and it's sort of unattended uh, leveling a little bit. It's still going to take a little bit of time. Uh, and finally, once you reach level 98, yeah. uh, you can get the quest to go to the Broken Shore quest line, but you just do the first stage where you get the buffs. And there's a scaling bug, maybe, um, <laughs> that... <laughs> buffs you in a way that uh, sets an amount of... You have a chance to do 100,000 damage, I think. That's what I understand from... 
I certainly haven't done that, but from some people that might have done it. Um, and that is a lot of damage when you are um, you are fighting mobs that are scaled to under one le uh, level 100. So you can run around and participate in the fights and kill a lot of demons that are going to give you a lot of XP. Um, so I don't think it's an exploit, honestly, because you know you you prepare for fighting the legion and then you go do invasions and fight the legion. So yeah. it's definitely if they consider a, an, an exploit, exploit they'll just hot fix it anyway so it's not like it's a thing yeah, you're gonna I get banned so. for or whatever. but so but. yeah in general you can definitely use the uh, uh, invasions to do to level and uh, to to power level your your ults and uh yeah so by the end of this i'm gonna have like i don't know seven eight levels it's crazy 100. so you're I, I understand i mean it's great actually having a full roster of high level characters but who are you going to focus on when well they, actually they were already they were already level 90 you know it's not like i oh, i got them point. from Level good point but are uh, you who but am i they, gonna focus yeah on? what are you gonna do are, are you gonna just keep run them all through and just do a lot of repeaty yeah. or what are you gonna do i don't know i don't know i mean i'm, I'm gonna start with one main uh, there's so much content so much to do you have to focus on one uh character and i was thinking probably the the druid of the or the mage as i usually do but then I'm really liking the Paladin. Um, I know that some people are complaining that Retribution is kind of borked. Uh, I think it's number-wise, and I think it might be uh, at this level. You know, at level 110, it might be uh, a lot more balanced. Mm. But um, there's something that speaks to me in the mechanic. Basically, you have um, abilities that give you one or two holy power, and the, your spenders are three or five. Mm -hmm. And there's something OCD about that. Uh, those numbers, for me, that make it super satisfying to, to do it. You know, it's like I, I do one plus two, three, I, I spend three, then two plus one plus one, I have one left, I spend three, I add two, that's three again. You know, it's like, I don't know why, but those simple numbers work in a very psychologically disturbing way, I think, for me. Mm. Um, so I'm enjoying the Paladin retribution very much. Mm. Um, so maybe maybe even Paladin? I don't know. I've never played Paladin before. It, it might be weird, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I can't choose. Uh, all the classes I've tried are fun so far. Yeah, so, I'm I'm having a ball with the druid. I can't believe I've never played a druid. I boosted a druid. Uh, I'm now concerned that I may, for the first time in this game's history, not main Gerpen Henry. Although, oh, I haven't told people about this, and everyone keeps asking for screenshots. I'll get some together, maybe some video too. And I talked about it last week a little bit, but I transmogged the coolest version of Gerpen Henry. So here's what I did. So it's still Gerp, still an orc, still a hunter. But you, I went and found like crappy like blues that used to f come out of the freaking um out of your uh your salvage yard uh there's like oh, your mad max costume yeah right? the mad max stuff so i talked about that already and it's really cool that whole setup i also believe that the two best mounts are the motorcycle contest horde winner motorcycle thing for ground and for air a rusted proto drake looks in looks insane with this motif i have basically made a a a mad max character out of my out of my hunter that I'm not sure I ever want to change. I like it that much. It's so cool. So don't worry, people. I'll put some video up and you can see what he looks like. He is a badass right now and should scare everyone who comes into his way. But, oh, the other part, sorry, the part I didn't mention last week and another thing I wanted to say, as far as pets go, Henry's a tiger. I've had him since Stranglethorn, but if I'm being honest, uh, the old orange tigers are like three polygons and look like garbage. 
So I upgraded them during Pandaria because they introduced a whole new tiger model in the in Pandaria. So I have a brand new orange tiger, but I he's still Henry as far as I'm concerned. I found the other day, just flying around Pandaria, I found a gray version of this exact same cat. And I call him Ash Henry. And he looks like he's all covered in like soot and ash. He's all dirty, like Mad Max dirty. It's perfect. I have, I've made my own <laughs> game. It's so cool. Anyway, I'm really happy about it. Uh, right now, by the way, live so, on the Gamescom. Wait, what Druid? Oh, go ahead. What are going to play Druid-wise? Probably, probably to level... Well, see, this is the thing. Here's, here's my, my thinking. I main... Gurp, and then when I've got to 110 and I've kind of done what I need to do with him in terms of his his early progression, I go alt with the um with the with the uh, the druid and um level him through randoms and dungeons and stuff because I know I can get in quick with healer or tank. So ah, that's my okay. thinking. Like that that to me is seems efficient, but I like playing it so much that I'm actually tempted to just straight up play him. Because he's really cool. And now that I don't have to be a boomkin for him and I can just be that star form thing with the glyph, it's like made my whole life better. Freaking, I hate the boomkin. It's stupid. Big chicken thing, fat (laughs) chicken, forget it. I don't want to be that. I never wanted that. Laser chicken. I don't want to be laser chicken. I just want to be laser, uh, sparkly, (laughs) sparkly laser troll. And now I am. So I. I played the feral a little bit more. And you know, it's weird. They changed it. So that you can get so much more uh, energy. Mm-hmm. It, it used to be, you know, Feral was, you had, I mean, it's the same amount of buttons to press, but, oh, are you showing uh, uh, Russell's currently Russell on stage? On the video? Yeah, the people at home. Can't. Oh, is it the live stream? Is it happening now? Yeah, I'm going to play a little of this. So they're at the they're is video. He conducting? It's the video games live concert. He is conducting. I'm not sure what he's about to play. Oh, Legacy of the Void. Legacy something. of the Void. Not, their volume is really low on this. They have an entire, they have an entire orchestra on stage at. at uh, oh, it's video games live that he's conducting. Yeah, he's con- he's. I don't think he's been there the entire time. I think he was. Um, I think he's. Whoops. I think he was. Um, somebody else was up there earlier, but I think he took the stage. Uh, to do okay. a few of the tracks that he did. And they just did a big wow one. Or the intro cinematic for Legion is specifically his composition. He is supposed mm-hmm. to be on the show soon, but he has been... This explains actually why I couldn't get a hold of him this last week because he's been super busy with this. So, anyway. Okay. I think it would be really nice to talk to him once we've played uh, through a little bit of Legion, actually. I agree. I want to get him back on the show. It okay. feels like forever anyway since we've done it. Anyway, so back to the point. Yeah, that's So, yeah, so Feral, basically, it's the same number of buttons to push, maybe even a little bit less, but the for some reason, it feels a lot more dynamic. Your, your energy, I don't know if it feels back up more rapidly or if they've given you more tools to, you know, not consume energy or combo points. You're actually the combo points when you use them, they fill back energy if you've talented it that way. And there's a number, but it feels so much more fun to play the exact, you know, it's a tiny tweak. And I didn't realize because they, they were saying Druid is fine. It's, you know, already kind of fits the the fantasy of the class, but those tiny changes have made uh, playing Feral a lot more enjoyable. It was okay, but now it's like more active. It, I, I'm not sure what they've done, but uh, I like it's it a lot more fun. It felt it good to me. Surprising. The only one I haven't tried, I haven't, I haven't done Bear Form and tanked at all. So I don't know. 
I don't know how that's going to go for me, but um, I'm not usually, I mean, I really, I wow and tanking has never been interesting to me at all. Healing sort of is, but it's always been DPS and range for me. But I've gotten into healing so much more in other <sighs> kinds of games. What, what, what? Wait, wait, wait. Before you tell me, don't, don't say anything. Hold on to that thought because we need to take a quick sponsor break. And when we come back, Patrick can tell me what he's all worked up about, which is very exciting. Alright people, hey, what you doing there? Trying to make a website in a world where uh, that's hard and you'd have to be some kind of brilliant programmer man to figure it out? I know that feeling. I've been there. So what do I do? I'll tell you what I do. I go to squarespace.com and I use a bunch of templates that are there for me that I can tweak and dork around with. And hey look, if I know a ton of stuff about CSS and everything, I can do all the customization I want. But for dummies like me, it's great to have a site that I can just put up Build out how I want it to be, sell the stuff I want to sell, say the things I want to say, have it look good on both uh, mobile and desktop. That's called responsive design. And uh, man, what better way to live, right? You have to agree with me. So here's what you're going to do. For free, without a credit card even, you go to squarespace.com and try their trials. 14 days. That's enough time to tell if you're going to like it or not. I know you're going to. And so when you decide to go ahead and buy, here's the thing. Save money. Don't spend all the money. Save some money. Use the code instance at checkout and save 10% at squarespace.com. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Bile is saying in the chat room that there's a set of legendary pants for Feral that gives you 100 extra energy. <gasps> what? Oh my god. You should get them. Your cat I know, but your, it's all random. Your cat form should wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> How is that gonna work? It won't work. I, I really hope that they you know there should be a thing like a glyph or something <laughs> that fits your pants to your to your all right, cat. Alright, no, oh, now it's hang like, on now. That's a good question. You remember this thing that went around if you had a horse and he wore pants, would he only wear pants on the back legs? up to his yeah. quote-unquote horse waist, or would he wear pants that covered all four feet? Because his other legs That's... aren't arms. They're they're also legs, so would you have yeah. basically four but, pant holes? But for a druid, it would, it, I mean, it comes from the, the, the humanoid form, so I feel like it would be more appropriate if the pants were just, you know, the the back legs and a little bit of the of the main portion and and then the druid would be like in his you know night elf voice he would be like i know this looks stupid but it gives me a hundred more energy yeah. so well uh, yeah by the way yeah. last week speaking of uh you said night elf and it reminded me that we got a lot of feedback about last week's uh back and forth regarding uh sort of racial uh alliances uh <laughs> Between Horde and Lance, faction, factional, uh, back and forth. It's um, I gotta, I gotta admit, it's the first time where I feel like the game, maybe purposely, but the game is. It's been a long time since the game is inside of that kind of stuff, and I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. It's video I games think, where yeah, I like I think, to. I like to celebrate racism in video games and not real life. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I think. Uh, on the show, it was it was super fun. I think it went a little bit far on Twitter afterwards. It mm. became like very some people were getting very excited let's say mm -hmm. um so i sort of now i've seen the um horde side of it and i think my conclusion now is that we've had the initial you know 
anger of the mind. And now we have to get real. And the real problem is the Legion is here. And if we don't get together, at least let's do it the way we're going to do it in game. Uh, Class-wise, we're going to be like, you know what? Horde and Alliance, they can't you know, speak anymore. Mommy and daddy are not talking, but we have to do something about the de those damn demons. So we have to band together and actually do something. Yeah. So um, I would argue we have to uh, be a happy family again, because I don't know that I can take the uh, mommy and daddy are fighting <laughs> for too much longer. Yeah, it'll, it, be, it'll, be, it'll be interesting, but I don't know. Whatever. I feel bad for you guys because the lion sucks. All right. So, uh, Chad, uh, Chad, oh, it's a finger. Yeah, it's, it's a signet. It's, 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 it's a finger. It's a ring. It's a finger. It's, it's a, a ring. Finger. How do you say that? Chadiant? Signet? Chatty? Ch chatoyant? Chatoyant. Well, uh, in French, it would be chatoyant. Chat oh. Chatoyant. Maybe, maybe that's right. Signet? Yeah, maybe it's, yeah a it's a ring. Then it's fine. You can just put it on the little uh, the, the finger on the paw. like the Oh, my gosh. Thing. Increase your maximum energy by Twi 100 while in cat form. Where's this fall? Where do you get this? Oh, it's uh, legendary. So it's just random. Oh. I know. Wow. All right. And there's going to be lots of stuff like that in, uh, you know, yeah. in. in all of the legendaries have some kind of weird alternating uh, pro property like this. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird Diablo, a little piece of Diablo in your wow, you guys. It's super exciting, that part. Yeah. I like that a lot. Speaking of which, I didn't get to say it earlier, but I believe that, um, or maybe I did. Well, I think BlizzCon is where they announce a new Diablo game. Did I say that? I guess I did. I think that's going to happen. You did. Yeah. Because why wouldn't they? They're not going to, they're going to save that. They had enough content here for all the other crap they're doing. Of course they're going to save it for for blizzcon it's the big show man and they gotta have something yeah. you can't unless they don't they don't they and they to, don't though. have anything. they have to though that game is still so good they need to tell me what's next all right anyway listen um, if the drought has taught has taught us anything it's that blizzard will not release a game uh before it's done it's a good point never release a wine before it's time is the old saying uh, let's quickly, I just want to make a mention that I did finally catch up on all of the audio dramas for the Sargeras or Sargeras tomb <gasps> thing. It was so good. Like you said they were good and I believed you, but I didn't think they were <laughs> like that good. You don't really trust me well, all that much. It's no, it's not. It's, you know what it's like? It's like I'm watching Mr. Robot for the same reason. People are just raving about it. And when I went in and went, how good could this actually be? And it's better than I thought. So to me, this is like the Mad Max of this year. <laughs> where I liked it a lot better than I thought I would. Um, it is utterly wonderful. And if they don't do more of these, I will be so sad. I, I'm, I'm worried the strike team saw this as like a one-off and that we're not going to do it again. And I want it to happen I like know. all the time. And I want like when a new patch comes out with some great big story of uh, Emerald Dream stuff, give us a, a, an attached three or four episode thing of this. And don't worry about translation. Just make an English one. Let's just be real Anglo about it. I don't care. Call us xenophobic if you want, but let's just have an English spoken, even if it's just that guy, even if you just don't have music. Like, I want it the way it is, but I would take this stuff on the regular in a way that is kind of disgusting. I really want more. It was great. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It was it was awesome. I would love for them to do it more. Um, Terser was saying last uh, week that the, the problem, or not the problem, but uh, apparently it was a pain to upload everywhere mm -hmm. okay maybe not you know look at the places that it didn't get too much traction and upload it to only like the three most uh popular places and 
the translation, yeah, it can be done anyway. I'm sure, you know, they have, they're translating a million things now. So that can be translated text in text and they'll post it like this. I would love for them to do more. Uh, in the meantime, though, the Illidan novel, get it. Yeah, I keep, you keep tempting me. I guess I'll just get it. Because it's not like it's, 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 it's not like I'm going to go, oh, this is so out of time frame here. But you've said it's like, no, no, no. It provides this background that's like perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would encourage you to to get the Illidan novel as quickly as possible because it bears on, well, it's not imperative, but it, it explains a lot of the demon hunters. So, All right. Well, I like, I kind of like Storm Rage, the other book about his, mostly about his brother. That was okay. It wasn't great. Yeah. It was was okay. it, did you like War Crimes? Uh, I did like, like War Crimes a lot, actually. I like War Crimes. Here are okay. my favorites. I like War Crimes. I like. May it please the court. <laughs> I don't think the orc that. Yeah, it, it was. See, if you don't yeah, like, if you bad. don't like the idea of a good courtroom drama, I could see how War Crimes. I love would, it. Oh, do you? I All love right. it. Right. I love the, the, but it's just that they actually have, like, it's not. Like, you know what Blizzard usually does? They, I can't remember, some publication made a thing where they said they have a duck and they put an extra, like, leg on it and they call it a, a dwack. Yeah. And that's what Blizzard does. But on this thing, it's, like, literally a, like, a, a, a court drama, but modern. Like, there's no, they have a, a d defendant and a lawyer and uh prosecutor and it's and even the vocabulary it's like all of a sudden uh the 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 people of azeroth learned they were you know watching <laughs> law and order what, yeah law and order exactly and they were like oh that's how you speak when you're a lawyer and it it looks it sounds a little bit weird i'll give you that that's a fair point yeah. um but the but the shattering super good i love the arthas book a lot um yeah, they're all. I, I really enjoy all that stuff. So yes, Illidan on my list. I just, you know what? I never cared about Illidan as much as I suddenly do. Like I didn't even care about him oh, in Burning course, Crusade. Yeah. And Burning Crusade just felt a little two dimensional and like you are not prepared, and I'm going to kill you all. And I didn't really look into the deeper stuff that was happening or why he's kind of a double edged uh, sword. Illidan is, Illidan is such a tragic. And oh my god, I I can't talk about it because I don't want to spoil. But right. there are some things that, yeah. The audio I, chat room says the audio book audio book's supposed to be really good too, so maybe I'll maybe I'll do that. Well, that's what yeah, that's why I'm saying it. You know, the audio book is the thing I got because mm. the novel was so amazing. Mm. So I figured I wanted more of this, and bar bearing uh, the, an actual uh, repeat of that uh, that audio drama. I mean, mm -hmm. the audio book is definitely going to scratch that itch. I'm going to get it. I got itches to scratch, son. Um, all right, let's talk. Let's move uh, briskly into what happened with Heroes of the Storm. Now, a lot of this other stuff you're going to hear in more depth on shows like uh, Core at frogpants.com slash core, my Heroes of the Storm podcast. Uh, we go way deep into this. Also, if you're listening to The Angry Chicken, you're going to get all you really need to know about the opera wing. Uh, we'll probably barely touch on it here. But I, I, we do want to get into a little bit of depth on the Overwatch stuff, so we'll get to that in a second. But real quick, Heroes of the Storm, they got up a Gamescom and announced Machines of War. It's a brand new event. It is StarCraft-focused and uh, centric. There are two new maps coming out with this thing, one called Braxis Holdout, the other called Warhead Junction. Both look very interesting, and it's weird to see StarCraft world assets in Heroes of the Storm, which has typically been like a village and a jungle, and, a, you know, like there's... Egyptian theme or whatever like it's all been kind of old school 
looking. Even the Diablo stuff's very fantasy Like based. fantasy type thing. Yeah, yeah, to have like a technology backdrop is real weird um, and cool, though. I really, really excited about both these maps. Their mechanics sound amazing. You create Zerg swarms on one. The other one, you're dropping nukes all over the place. Got great mechanics. It looks like a blast. Um, they, they introduced this by showing a fight between um, uh, Kerrigan and her new... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Nova looking thing, but for her, you know, her spikes and her wings and everything. It's, I forgot what it's called. Super badass though. Ghosts something skin. And yeah. I think it's queen of ghosts or something, <clears throat> something like, that. like that. And she's fighting Alarak who is from the third game, a Starcraft game. And also is voiced by John Delancey who did the voice of, or did the character of Q on Star Trek, the next generation. So they have a little connection there. Uh, so that's fun to see a BSG actress and a Star Trek actor fighting in a game for some reason i get a kick out of stupid stuff like that anyway we call him dark tannis but really his name is alarak uh <laughs> also what else uh, zarya she's coming she's a new hero she we don't know what her class is going to be like what uh, classification oh she's a tank she's I mean, maybe i don't know she's a lot of range man there's a lot of range business with her she's she's basically that's what makes it that's what makes her interesting as a tank because she's not the traditional i'm just standing in front of you for so should we describe her for people who haven't played uh, Overwatch? Yeah, go ahead. Give us give us the lowdown on Zarya. So basically, Zarya is a very interesting tank to play because she doesn't have... A, I mean, she has a decent amount of health, but she doesn't have any significant protective like bar barriers or a way to replenish the entirety of her, her health quickly. Uh, what she does is that half of her health is shields, and that means that it replenishes when she hasn't taken damage for a while. Uh, on the other hand, she also has a barrier for herself that lasts for a couple of seconds. Um, so that allows her to take a lot of damage for those two seconds. But it's really short. She can stay in the middle of the fight for a long time. And then she can also apply that same barrier to someone else and make them a little bit, you know, protect them, make them a little bit more tanky for a while. So she's basically always um, uh, alternating between being in the front line and in the a little bit of the back line and protecting people from afar. And the other thing is when her barrier is hit, um, she actually gets damage increase. So that also plays into her being a tank. It's that she's a tank that can sometimes do so much damage that other players have to get the hell out of dodge. Because if they're staying there, they're going to die. Mm -hmm. So that's another an interesting mechanic in which she tanks is that when she's there fully boosted, people just go away because they can't handle her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a very different kind of tanking. Yeah, she's great. Um, you're probably right. She's just so, she's so much like, um, she reminds me so much of Tychus in Heroes in terms of how Tychus's kit works that, that I'm a little worried about what that means. But maybe if she's a tank, that maybe gives her some specialty. And the chat room's right. Uh, ranged warrior like Rexar kind of makes sense. Um, well, Rexar tanks with his, his uh, pet, right? Yeah, true. Um, so, so I don't know. She, she will have to get in the thick of things uh, more often than not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the Darn. idea that the idea that she's doing things from afar, I guess, isn't that far fetched for mm. for a tank yeah. necessarily in the game. But she she looks really interesting. Uh, I think she's a good pick. But once again, this is this is the interesting thing to me. And again, we go deep on this on core. But she um, they basically just took her kit and moved it right over. They just said like like with uh, with uh, what's her name, freaking. Tracer? Tra Tracer, they just said, hey, what does she do in Overwatch? Let's have her do that 
in Heroes of the Storm. Let's have her just come right over and do the same the same shit. And I'm okay with that, I think. I think I'm down with it. Some people oh, don't like that. Oh, that's what's fun, isn't it? Well, some people are like, well, be creative and come up with new things. And and in some ways they are. Like her Tobelstein thing is like a, they can do a reverse trade on it so it pushes you out instead of sucking you in. Um, you know, stuff like that. But generally speaking, I think it's fine. Like we want, we, you know, we, especially in that particular game. Like in WoW, it's different. It's like, well, we've got a... Uh, let's say Morose makes it into the game. Well, what is he now? An undead skeleton man who kills people from on high. Uh, used to be a normal dude that kind of kept the keep uh, clean while, you know, Medivh was out fooling around with girls or whatever. <laughs> what well, he is an eligible bachelor of Azeroth. <laughs> yeah, so. I want, I, of, of age too, people. I wasn't, I didn't mean mm-hmm. anything weird. But anyway, so. Of course. Of course, of course. It I made it, it weird. Before. I made it weird. It came out, it sounded weird, and so I had to make it weird. Anyway, so. <laughs> If he came into the game, you could be really creative and say, well, he's going to do this and that. And you don't have to lock him into anything specific. It feels like the Overwatch people kind of are best served when they're locked into their thing. Um, and they translate really well. So I don't really have a problem with it, I guess is what I'm saying. And it seems cool. And so does Alarak. Uh, they all seem like badasses. Tons of skins, bunch of new stuff. Big details. She, wait, yeah. just... Last question. Um, does she get her ultimate at level one, just like uh, Tracer? We don't know yet. Ah. Uh, we've seen breakdowns here recently on the forums of their actual kits and what they use for Q, W, and E and so on, and what their ultimates are. But we, I don't think it says that his uh, that her trait uh, is anything like getting your ultimate up top. But maybe. It would make all sense, right. right? Like all of them could do that, I suppose. Um, she, yeah. she also makes it, it's an interesting question now whether we'd ever see somebody like Winston in the game. Because my feeling was always, hey, if you're going to put Zarya in, great. That solves your tank with an electro gun problem. Uh, or, hey, you're going to put Winston in the game? Great. That solves your tank with an electro gun problem. But now they're kind of similar in that way. I know they do other stuff and shields and things. Like, Winston may be more of a support hero than a tank hero uh, or a tanky support or something. I don't know. I, but every time they do a new one or we find out who the next one is, they've only done two, I get really curious about what they what they have planned in the future. Like, we're never probably going to see, I mean, never say never, we're probably never going to see Widowmaker in there because she's a skin for Nova and that's weird, right? So, I mean, super weird. It's not like, like Uther has a skin that is a medic skin, but he does not look like Morales, okay, in that skin. He just looks like a dude who's kind of decked out in, like, health crap. But... <laughs> But when you see when you see a Nova in Widowmaker skin, it's widow ass making Widowmaker sitting there staring at yeah, you. Yeah, no, it definitely seems like they that was their way of saying, you know, we have one one sniper, that's enough. That's we all don't want to have to deal with that issue yeah, again. And some people are mad about that, but I'm not. I think that's great. Nova Nova pisses me off. All right. In Hearthstone, the opera wing opened. I have not touched it or played it. I have no idea. We thought Dills might be here to talk about it, but you haven't had time either. So we don't know what's up. No, with that. I've, I have alts to level, man. I, I don't, you know, I only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah, you got to play the real game the cards are based on, man. <laughs> uh, over- yeah, but Angry Chicken, they they dive deep into the, all of this. So go listen to the Angry Chicken. Yeah, for sure. Go do that. Uh, in Overwatch, you could also listen to Overwatchers, but we're also going to talk a little bit about it here. Be, can yeah, I no, go-, go listen to Overwatchers. Yeah, do, that <laughs> either way, that should idea. be a thing that you do. Um, the Last Bastion is the most amazing thing you could spend your time watching. If you haven't already seen it, then you're all lame and you should go see it now. Uh, It is the Bastion-focused 
film thing, short, whatever we're going to call it, uh, from the from Gamescom. It is uh, in so, at some points very sweet, very Pixar. At other points, like a, a, a subtle nod to what it must be like to to suffer with uh, things like PTSD, uh, what war can do to people. Uh, it's it's very I don't know. It, it's just gut wrenching in some ways. Also, we get a sneak peek at what looks like not just Reinhardt, but is like Lord of all Reinhardt's out there fighting with him. Oh, uh, the the paladin. Uh, what's his name? Von something that we have to get in the um, von von Dingle. We have to. Yeah, Von Diggleton. That's right. That's the name, Von Diggleton. Uh, in the new map, at the end, you have to retrieve his armor. Yeah. It's, and and that yeah. armor, by the way, it's going to be a Reinhardt skin, uh, legendary skin, and it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks incredible. It's in the map as well um, uh, that they showed the preview for Reichenwald, which we'll get to here in a minute. But it is really something special, I think. And um, it, I'll say this. If you're a fan of, like, Iron Giant, there's definitely inspiration here from that, no question. Uh, or at the very least, the trope of like a robot who is who's built to destroy, confined his heart, sort of uh, kind of storyline going on. But don't let me explain it to you. Just go freaking watch it. Uh, they're knocking the stuff out of the park, making a spinoff studio already. Make me a full blown movie. Like what the hell are you doing? You know, I people have been saying Blizzard should do full, you know, feature films forever. Yeah, and I wasn't. I wasn't on board on board with that. First of all, because I think they didn't have time or, you know, the, the energy or and also because I think they were making awesome videos that look badass. Mm-hmm. But they weren't making stories. And with Overwatch in general, but especially with that last one, I watched it and you know, I was I was shocked. Like this company is a video game company. They have no business making short movies that are that good not just graphically they've always been good graphically and on the cutting edge but storytelling wise emotion wise it's like i don't honestly i we all know we're blizzard fanboys but still i don't understand how it's like if michael phelps came out of his you know 15 billionth medal he sat down took a guitar and all of a sudden started playing like Jimi hendrix yeah it's like you're not that's not what you do that's not what your company is supposed to be specializing in how can you make that so well that that bastion video is so emotional and so well i mean all of the small animation things like the way the bird moves the way like when he's when the bird is is just gulps the the worm mm-hmm. and Bastion has that tiny head movement, you know, mm-hmm. just a little bit taken aback. He's like, and you, it's so hilarious because you understand exactly the emotion that that robot goes through. Yep. It's, and, it's so and that company is not a video game, is, you know, it is a video game company. Yeah. They don't do movies. That's not their job. Yeah. I don't understand how it's possible. And there was and no, so, there was no dialogue in this thing. There was no, nothing. Yeah. It's really great visual storytelling. And some people would say, well, it's a very different thing than a two hour movie. Well, of course it is. We know it that. Is, of course. But what did John Lasseter but, start doing? He made amazing digital shorts. And then what did he do? He made the most important animation studio in the history of ever. So I'm just saying if Blizzard really wanted to, and if they really wanted to throw a bunch of money at it or spin it out or do whatever, they totally absolutely freaking could. They could grow that department. They could do things well beyond just here are the trailers for the games we're playing. 
And I would, I would, so the for problem one, love there, it. Yeah. No, I would love it. And now I honestly think they are absolutely capable of doing it. The problem is that it, they're still a company that's supposed to make money. And all of these things we're seeing, all of the shorts and the, the animation is in support of selling the game. Right. Ultimately, it's to keep you in the universe, to explain the story, to make you to make more people go, want to go and buy the game and spend money on it and, you know, on skins and all of this. Um, and by the way, now Bastion is my favorite thing in the world. I hated him before. No, actually, I loved him, but I understood why people hated him. Yeah. But now you're like, oh, poor thing. Yes, it's OK. Just mow down like the enemy. It's, just play Bastion on attack. It's OK. Yeah. You do it. Go. And, it, and, and I'll say this. There's a vet in our but, chat room who just was talking. And I just want to make sure I mention this one more time. There is a sensitivity to the topic of. PTSD that is difficult to pull off in something as trivial as a video game trailer or a, or, a, or a short. And they do this with such a deft hand. I feel like this was a thoughtful uh, way of saying this is what this is like for some people. I have an uncle who feels this exact way. He's hearing that woodpecker and it sounds like gunfire and it's enough to push you over the edge. It's enough to put you back in a place that you don't want to be, but your instincts are there. You're also trained, like all of that kind of stuff. And then you lay waste to this forest and you realize, ugh, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. This isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. That feeling, that general feeling is not trivial, is not handled lightly. It feels like they meant to make that uh, feel right. And I just think that's hard. So I just wanted to make that point that I think Blizzard deserves a lot of credit for figuring that out. And uh, we're able to do it in a way that, and I've talked to multiple veterans since it came out, and they are all telling me the same thing. They're like, they know what we're talking. They know how it feels. And we're talking about a freaking sentient robot and his bird. But some, somehow <laughs> they know. did that. It's amazing to me. That's really good stuff. And so, sorry to get back to the cold realities of reality. Um, but the about the, the them making a movie, the problem is they would, you know, they're still a company and they would need to make money. And it, I'm not saying they couldn't. But making a money with a movie is a very different proposition from making a, making money with uh, selling games. Sure. So I think that's the biggest hurdle to uh, them making a feature uh, feature length film. And maybe they could do it. You know, with the all they've done with the shorts for Overwatch. Now we're at what uh, thirty minutes, maybe twenty five total. Yeah. Uh, do that. You know, triple. And you've got a feature film, a feature length uh, film, or sign and, a deal with Netflix and give us a series of eight twenty-minute episodes of the Overwatch series. That's then, that would that would make money because they already would make the deal with Netflix. They would get their money, and I guarantee that thing would be freaking huge. It doesn't have to be in theaters. How much money would they make with? Oh, although I guess they are making lots of things outside of you know around WoW, and they made lots of things and comics, and so they do do it. So yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah maybe. And Shatram seems to agree with me. It's a, it's series is the way to go, yeah. and there's so many outlets to do that now. Mm. You don't have to self publish it. You could make a deal. Um, and, and the bigger your game is, the more influence it has outside of the game. And, they, and that means money. People buy pop toys because there's a Reaper one or a Soldier 76 one or, or whatever. There's money to be made that is not insignificant. So, and I think it's an easier right. proposition. I guess it's a simpler proposition than, than, say, a WoW movie. And that thing didn't do what they needed it to do, at least here in the States. Yeah. Overall, they think they're going to lose about 30 million, even though they did so well in China. That's a harder job because they couldn't control that. This is something they could control. They would di dictate the terms. They'd be in control of story, character. Everything about it would be them. 
and that right i guess be perfect sorry no go ahead. yeah no animated series as they're saying in the chat room um eight episodes with netflix netflix pays for the production blizzard gets the um the the the, you know the publicity out of it they don't even need to make a lot of money uh from the production itself as long as they they're not losing any money they would need to mobilize the team for you know that specifically which i think that's the biggest problem and that's why they haven't made uh world of warcraft one expansion per year right it's because they can't they can't just uh hire people and make them do a different expansion in two or three teams but maybe it could work and um yeah, Netflix. If anyone has any relationship with someone who's an executive at Netflix in the audience, if your you know your uncle is in the executive team at Netflix, some or someone from Netflix is listening, make it happen. Send an email to someone in uh you know partnerships division something. Tell them to go talk to Blizzard. I think it would be a beneficially. Uh, mutually beneficial arrangement yep, for and sure, a and huge, it would benefit us. Huge, too, huge so. non-Blizzard audience would jump all over that stuff too. That would be a big deal on Netflix. Uh, let's talk about the new map, Eichenwald. This is a cool-looking map. Uh, in fact, when I first saw it, I thought, "Oh, nice music, cool castle in the background. This looks like a town. All right, fine, another map." And then they showed that the payload is a battering ram. And that thing knocks down the door to the damn castle. And then you storm the castle. The castle's not just background stuff like the the pyramid in uh, Anubis or freaking half these maps where there's like some rad thing off into the distance. Giant robots in the, the Russian town. Like you can never get over there too. This is like a thing you can go into. You storm the castle and you go up there and there's grandpa sitting on his throne with his big hammer. <laughs> And it looks amazing. Now, the the one thing I could not get out of my head is as soon as that battering ram hit the castle, and now we are in a very different motif, this very ancient, uh, you know, antique-looking castle, my brain immediately went, if the WoW engine looked like this today, oh my gosh, dude. Like, it's still stylized and still very arts, artsy-fartsy in a way, but so it's not supposed to be photorealistic by any means, but the the style of that castle is where WoW needs to go, man. That's how that needs to look one day. I'm telling you right now. It would be nice. But the thing is, the the I mean, it's still very uh, easy to run that engine. The the Overwatch engine will run on, on anything. But still, the problem with WoW is that you have in, in Overwatch, you have uh, 12 models running around. Right. right? right. In, in WoW, you have dozens, sometimes more. Uh, characters and models running around so i don't think they can do that and keep it as you know as accessible for every type of configuration yeah but um, you're probably right it would that's, be nice yeah, for sure. since that's a running goal of the company it's very difficult to kind of mess with that plus we're basically talking about a completely new game it's not like you can just flat yeah. flop a new engine in there but i just just love the look of that that looked really nice and um there are dead bastions everywhere and it kind of freaks me out i don't like that i don't like seeing all those especially in view of the movie like before i saw the map video preview before the short yeah and i was like ah big deal bunch of dead not working anymore war machines from the omnic crisis no big deal then i saw that and then i went watch the map thing again and went look at all these dead bastions think of the terrible (laughs) things they've seen won't the people of Viking and done, and yeah. done. That's horrible. That fight scene, that that war scene, and the oh uh, my god, it, it felt like so so good. epically, like it felt like war. Yeah, that was yeah, 
It was gnarly. It was, somebody it, said yeah. you. Somebody said one of the. I thought they were just ships flying by, but somebody said that the. Um, at some point, you can see Farrah flying across the sky back there. Oh, really? I yeah, I tried to slow down and look at it, and I couldn't tell. So I think maybe people may be seeing things. But this is the other reason why I think that world needs to be fleshed out in some other narrative way, like we're talking about with the TV series, because it already makes people get so out of their minds excited about what they're seeing. It's like, oh, who's that? Oh, who's that guy? I want backstory on this person. How come? Like I told, I was talking to Metzen the other day, saying, asking how the baby was. By the way, the baby's beautiful, and they're doing great. Um, but I said to him, hey, my daughter keeps asking me, where did McCree's arm go? Where did Lucio's legs go? Where did someone else lost their arm? Oh, Symmetra, where'd her arm go? And maybe I asked about Torbjorn because his arm's gone too. And he said, oh, I'll have to think about that. <laughs> and I don't, that's either his way of saying, I can't tell you like the history of these characters, or they just gave them all robot arms and didn't think about it. I prefer to think that there's some crazy cool Omnic Crisis backstory about where Lucio's legs got blown off and like some brilliant scientist like, oh, I don't know, a giant ape named Winston had to fix up like robot legs for him. Like, I want to know all that stuff, dude. Uh, and more. the thing is, uh, so in case people don't know, they've already said that after the first series of shorts, the first four, they announced that they were working on another series. Um, so it's not just going to be, in case it wasn't obvious, it's not just going to be the Bastion one. There are going to be more that are coming at some point. We don't know when, but they're going to be coming. Um, what do you think about the theory but, that the bird is whispering to Bastion the entire time? Kill them. Kill them all. <laughs> I don't think he's uh, whispering kill them, but I think... Uh, Bastion is imitating the, uh, you know, the sounds of the birds. And that's where all of his beep, boop, boop, beep come from. <laughs> that's a good point. Which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, they, they were, I can't remember. I think it was Taryn Gregory um, on Twitter. He's one of the uh, people responsible for uh, Machinima in WoW. Uh, he used to be a big Machinima player. Uh, player. Uh, yeah, he uh, did creator. the old, old man's. Back in the day. What was that one? Old man's. What it was the return the return that was so good yeah. and that's why blizzard hired him and they were like dude get over exactly. here exactly yeah and and he was working on return two uh with you know the 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 rest of the story with voldegard mm -hmm. and when he was hired obviously he couldn't continue it and i was so distraught back mm -hmm. then it was oh my god it was like what 10 years ago now eight years <sighs> i wish Jeez. blizzard to give anyway. him i wish blizzard give him like an 80 20 deal where he could spend 20 percent of his time yeah. finishing that with the new tools they have oh my gosh dude well, given how good the, those those things are in the game now, I'm happy he's doing that too. But yeah, the yeah. return was such an amazing piece of McKinema back in the day. Uh, but anyway, I think he was, can't remember if it was him or someone else on the animation team. Um, they were making, asking people to draw, um, uh, what's the name of that bird? Ganymede, oh, I Gan think. Ganymede, and, I think so. And, Pepe, and Pepe being happy together. <laughs> and, and people actually went out and made drawings of Ganymede and, and Pepe together. That's it great. was so sweet it was so lovely they should have had pepe should have been wearing ganymede where and then <laughs> and then a hunter wearing them both or something uh someone in the chat room uh, scuba geek says the bird is medieve so there you go that now it all makes sense the bird mm. is medieve yeah the the crow was a little bit too uh dark and somber yeah. so they changed it into that yellow thing Cute little bird. are you telling me then that 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 the bird may have taught him to go because now i hate him again because that, that when he does well, that, it's like, get the hell out of Dodge. We're all going to die. But, well, maybe not that one, because that's actually musical. But don't you, like, there are 
some of his uh, voice lines, Bastion's voice lines, that actually the bird tweets during the short. Then maybe you didn't play enough to to notice them, but mm. there are it, like literally the same beep beep boop beep things that are. <laughs> Anyway, no, people I, understand. Me, I know okay? what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. So, okay. So, right. there are two other things I noticed, and then we'll stop talking about that thing. One is he never transformed into the tank form, which kind of pissed me off. I, was I know. To see I was that. waiting for it. Uh, secondly, the um, uh, what was the other thing? I forgot already. It was something cool, and I don't remember what it was. Ah, so, remember. let me say one thing about the new map, um, yeah. and then maybe you'll uh, maybe remember. I'll remember it. Go ahead. Um, there's actually a couple of things. First, there's a lot of verticality. In oh, the I know what it is. Map, I know what it is. I know what it is. Sorry. Sorry. I got to get this out of my head. He didn't have a okay. shield like in the... Uh, so, so this is not canonical because in, in all the pre-patch alpha time and beta time that we played that game, remember he had that big shield and he couldn't turn 360 yeah, degrees. So this is like rewriting history a little bit. A little retcon. Okay, go ahead. Well, maybe, you know, maybe they were doing the entire animation with the shield and then uh, the team <laughs> was like... Crap, man! We have to get rid of the shield. And the animation was like, "What? Maybe that was no! it? No! Yeah, I worked on that shield for fifteen hours. Yeah. What are you doing to me, man? Look how transparent it is. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. You were Although saying they about did the map. use it for for Reinhardt in, uh, mm. or you know, one of the Crusaders in that video. One so, of the hearts. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the hearts. Reinhardt, <laughs> Bull Hearts, Wood Hearts. Um, so. The other thing about that map is that for some reason, all of the clocks on the map are stopped at the exact same time. Mm. And the time that the, the hands show is not a possible time. It's like the little hand shows, whatever, 5.15 and the uh, big hand shows uh, that it's not 15, but 50 or something like that. Oh, weird. Uh, so that was an interesting, like already people are taking all of this apart and trying to figure out what happened there and why it's like this and so yeah that that sort of blew my mind a little bit it was like oh my god the, the clocks <laughs> it's impossible the time is impossible what happened yeah so 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 again further cementing the point that blizzard has a huge backstory they could tell here if they want um they could go crazy with it because we're already clamoring for it maybe maybe because they're not sharing so much maybe it's because it's all just clues and dips and daps and some of it's fa not even meant to be but people are reading into it like that inspires all sorts of people filling in the, the blanks and maybe that's exactly what they want. Maybe they don't want to fill in the blanks. I don't know. Well, I do think that there's a lot of this. I mean, that also plays into it's much harder to do an actual movie than to do these little things because for these, it's the mystery box, right? The big, I think I mentioned it before somewhere, but it's the big J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams mystery thing in mm -hmm. Lost and in all his other shows. You have something that you don't know and that's exciting. Once you know it's not as exciting. And for uh, uh, a short, you can sort of dangle it and, and people don't feel uh, frustrated because it's just a short and the frustration is part of it. And you, you, you think, you know, we don't have the whole story. But if you make a full movie and you have that mystery somewhere and you don't resolve anything at the end, then it's just it's just silly. It's just frustrating. Mm. So. In a way, in a tiny little, you know, some of it, it also makes it easier to make those shorts because you play with all of this and you make this weird, you know, it's as if you had lost and you never had to explain the polar bears and the uh, never dying and the smoke monster and all of it. Mm. When you do, it's just weird and it's it, the explanation sounds dumb. Yeah, you're, but you're, when you you're, don't, it's just your lost analogy is a good one. That's kind of what 
happen there. That's a really good comparison. All right. So how much of these season two changes you want to detail? I know you guys are going to talk about it in the huge depth on uh, Overwatchers, but there's some significant stuff happening to season two. Yeah. So I'm not going to go too deep into it. I think the one thing I'm going to mention, which is the most significant, is that they're, uh, you know, um, abandoning the one to 100 ranks to uh, change it to the ranks won't matter as much and they're switching to a uh, bronze to grandmaster system. Mm. So the most important thing is going to be your placement in that, you know, in those different, uh, uh, not leagues, but categories, I guess, what what medal you're going to be. And I think that's an awesome, awesome choice. We've been basically arguing on Overwatchers and, and everywhere that the 1 to 100 didn't feel satisfactory at all. The initial thing in the beta had ranks as well, but it was like beginner, expert, challenger, whatever. And what we were saying, actually, uh, Garrett sold me on this. He was saying, we already have the bronze to diamond and platinum and all of this, and we know what it it refers to it feels familiar let's not reinvent the wheel and i i'm i was convinced after a while and i absolutely i'm ecstatic that that's where they went because it's it feels so much better to say i'm a gold player than i'm a 49 yeah. rank player yeah. and so it's yeah, funny both the, both both this game and heroes had to learn a lesson about ranked play and they ended up adopting the original starcraft 2 ranked play model in the end I mean, that's basically what these two models are. There's slight differences, but they basically went with the same system. And I guess it's sort of, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Um, and they both had to do this. Like, this is the same thing Heroes ran into. I was a little surprised that Overwatch didn't learn that same lesson. Maybe those teams don't share that information. I don't know. But I'm much, much, much happier with what Season 2 is going to look like. And I feel like, um, I don't know, it, it, further, it also further cements it as a separate kind of thing, a thing that requires more time. They're not quick 10-minute matches. It's a different commitment. Um, this makes it feel more substantial to me. Like, I think it's the right move. So, Yeah, I think yeah. there's a lot of, you know, the psychology of it is really interesting because no matter what you did, well, not no matter what you did, but it was very easy to feel bad about the current uh, uh, rank mode. Yeah. And I think with this one, it's going to be a lot more difficult well a lot easier to feel good about what you're doing and it's just a different way of presenting the same uh numbers so it's it's that the psychology side of it is really interesting um we had a huge conversation about this with uh uh just jocelyn moffett on a previous episode of pixels and you know i'm very new in ranked competitive modes I had never played them before, and I thought that it was just me that was feeling bad, or I thought that it was because of the uh, team nature of it. And it turns out that you, in ranked mode, most people always feel bad. So making sure that you mitigate that as much as possible yeah. is super important. Completely and I agree. think that does a part of the job. That's a really well said, uh, the way you put that. And I uh, Listen, buyer beware. Ranked mode, some salty business, man. Let's do this. Why, it's the Town Crier. <laughs> All right, Town Crier is where we take your calls and emails. Today it's emails, uh, but you should have the information with you at all times in case you have some thought come to your brain. 801-471-0462 is the phone number, or you can leave us an email, theinstance at gmail.com. Got an email from Tammy. 
Lunia from the MoonGuard server says this a few years ago, or sorry, a few episodes ago. That's not yours. <laughs> Someone called in and suggested that Blizzard should make it uh, where you transmog a slot rather than an item. I have a good reason why they should not do this. I myself, and I'm sure there are others, don't have just the one transmog. I've got at least one set of RP gear that is transmog because I had an RP outfit that I wanted but didn't have. A friend who did have it lent it to me. I transmogged some of the random cheap gear and gave it back. Other than RP reasons, there are probably people who want to have different looks for different parts of the game. For example, they want to look a certain way uh, for raiding, questing, and so forth, but want a completely different look for doing PvP. Just my two cents, Tammy. Um, I've thought a lot about this, and I've messed around with it a little bit. I think it wouldn't be hard for them to give you both, have it work both ways. In other words, you know, you could assign per per slot, but you could also just do the straight up full outfit thing and not worry about it. Yeah, they they could do it both ways. I think you could if you assigned per slot and not per item, then you could just create different outfits. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, you switch your your outfit and it just applies the transmog. You don't need to apply it to a um a specific item and then switch the item that actually kind of defeats the purpose of the new transmog system. Um, but the, the, the thing they couldn't do is the lending uh, an item to someone and then transmogging that item and giving it back. It would need to be an item that's not soul bound. So you'd have to look for that. I guess some of the cheap gear isn't. Mm -hmm. um, but but yeah, I don't think the the I need different outfits argument I don't think holds because they can just give you different outfits. Just, mm. you know, you create outfits and you can change them whenever uh, for your slots. They don't have to be assigned to your I have one item. outfit. It is called Wastelands. All <laughs> I need. It's all I ever need. Thank you Transmog for giving me the one thing I wanted. And it's mostly made of junk gear. That's the best thing about it. Do not... Listen, everybody out there wants to go do all these old raids. Go do Cata raids and get all these sets. I get it. You want to get as many as you can. And I'm a big fan of collect them all. And I'm going to try to do that too. However, if you're trying to look for just really cool combinations of stuff that aren't just tier sets, look to even some crappy whites and some weird blues you got a long time ago and some greens you got a long time ago. Quest gear. Some of it came out of your uh, storage crap. Like... There's some rad combos, man, that you're that you're not paying attention to. And um, is there a site where you can check out all of the transmog? I, I don't know. Should there be, must be right? One, right. I mean, this is all sort of new, so maybe this is maybe something will pop up. But the internet tends to find a way. Let's see, transmog. transmog. Maybe Curse has a guide on that. They have guides on everything. They should. And now that they're part of of uh, Twitch, did you see that? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. I still don't know what well, the I don't know what the um, I, I'm not sure what it does for Twitch yet. I'm still kind of wrapping my head around it. There's a lot of issues we talked about on DTNS, but there's things like, well, it's their VoIP service. Well, why does that help Twitch? Not really. Maybe as a complete package suite, something for using Twitch services or something. I don't know. I still don't know why they care about getting getting them. But what I hope it turns out to be is like some original programming would be really cool because that means we'd probably get some good WoW and other Blizzard content. Uh, which, you know, Curse is already doing a really good job with, so maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. I really don't know why they bought them. It's weird. And they don't know, and they didn't yeah, say how I, much, so we don't know what it cost them or anything at this point. Actually, I know um, one of the investors um, behind Curse, so I'll have to ask him. Uh, he wouldn't say, I guess. But oh, um, here's a, I don't know. I think it's, it's uh, uh, diversifying their uh, user base. Maybe mm -hmm. it's some of the... Um, 
design on the site, not design, but programming on the site. Uh, the, the, just there, it's a big, uh, user base. I don't, I don't know. I don't Your know guess either. is as good it's, as mine. It's I'm really weird. It's like, well, they have 30,000 users per month and maybe it's the mods or maybe it's the yeah, combination of the mod managers and the voice thing. And then maybe they mm-hmm. buy, I had this theory that maybe they buy XSplit and now they have a complete streaming suite for game specific stuff. And, and that's the play, but then why would they do that? Cause OBS is so prominent. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Well, know. uh, wowhead has a transmog set guide thing, which I looked, uh, I found by typing in Google transmog outfits. Mm. So I also find a website. I don't know if this is any good or not. I found one called MogMyGear.com, And that Ooh. looks pretty good, but it looks like it's mostly set. It's all set, so it's not like by item, it's by set, and then where to get the sets. Oh, well, this this is actually, it's the same, the the Zam thing. I mean, the Wowhead thing. Yeah. I think it's also... Uh, it might be the same. Well, all right. You know what, listeners? You can Google it yourself. And or, or you all can send us your... You probably, someone out there has got a oh, rad link. Too. So send us uh, that's your recommendations. Better. That'd be fine. Uh, yeah, again, do what he said. Don't you, listen to me. If y'all, if y'all want to contact the show, once again, theinstance at gmail.com or leave us voicemails at 801-471-0462. That is going to do it for the show. Uh, I really enjoyed today. Uh, Patrick, let's, uh, let's, let's, what else are you doing? I'm, I'm recording something with you Monday. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good. Yeah, we're going to be recording uh, Pixels where we're going to go over everything that happened at Gamescom. So some Blizzard, but not a lot. We're going to have lots of stuff to talk about for many other games. Uh, also going to talk about uh, No Man's Sky, I think. I've tried it a little bit. Yeah. I have thoughts. I've played hours. So general gaming show. I've played about 30 hours of No Man's Sky, as I like to call it. Really? And 30 hours? Yeah, wow. about okay. 30 hours total. And uh, I have thoughts, so I'll save those and share them with you when we talk on Pixels on Monday. I'm on Monday, and you will find that show at frenchspin.com. All right, and lots of other stuff, so go there and check it out. Um, all right, what else is happening? Oh, a uh, quick little pimp here for the uh, Rally Point podcast. We interviewed Ben Brode this week. Uh, the show did. I was not at that <gasps> interview, but a uh, really great interview. Uh, made a big spike in downloads. Big thanks to that, but if you... Uh, aren't sure about Rally Point? You're like, I don't know if I want to hear a podcast all about esports from a place that does real sports at Bleacher Report. I don't know, man. Well, go check it out. I may put an episode up on here one week that nobody's here or something, just to kind of give you guys a taste, and then you can decide. But we're really proud of how that thing's growing and doing. So uh, check it out, RallyPoint.gg. It's available wherever you get your podcast, and uh, you and- might like it. If you go listen to the latest episode, that interview one, listen till the end. Yeah, because at the end there, there is something it's that per- made me laugh really hard. It's pretty good. It's wonderful. New episode coming out today, in fact. So uh, do check that out. Uh, Instant show on Twitter. You can find me at Scott Johnson. You can find Patrick at Not Patrick, and you can find more great shows just like this at FrogPants.com and FrenchSpin.com. By the way, go there as well. Or no, .tv. Is it .com or .tv? Why did .com. I, yeah. Why did well, I? Think, and now I'm not sure. Yes, it's .com. Why would I say TV? What is wrong with me? That's weird. Uh, because you're thinking of our international <laughs> TV star, Terpster? Oh, that's what it is. Okay, you're right. Uh, anyway, thank you all for being here. Uh, we'll hopefully have Terpster back next week. Not sure what happened to Dills. Might have got stuck in traffic or something, but uh, best of luck to those guys. And uh, we'll never be able to take Terpster's opinions without wondering if Blizzard paid him to say it. Uh, so looking forward to that as well. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next week. Take care.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.